the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today, in the Book of Common Prayer, had a much more interesting name than the third Sunday before Lent. Is it working? Who remembers it? Do you remember the name of this third Sunday before Lent in the Book of Common Prayer? Septuagesima. Uh, Seventy days before Easter. And on Septuagesima, the church begins reading in the scriptures somewhere very interesting. I don't know if the Father remembers this. We begin reading the book of Genesis. Verse, chapter 1, verse 1, the account of the creation of the world. And that's really important because at this time of the year, we begin to think about the whole message of salvation from creation right through to redemption, to Jesus being born, Jesus dying on the cross, and Jesus coming again. In the scriptures today, the three readings, I want us to think particularly, you might want to have a look at your sheets, at just a few phrases. At the beginning of Isaiah, do not hold back, do not hold back. At the beginning of uh, the reading from 1 Corinthians, I did not come proclaiming the mystery of God to you in lofty words or wisdom. And at the beginning of John's gospel, you are the salt of the, of the earth, but if salt has lost its taste, how can its saltiness be restored? Yesterday I was talking about how we grow the church, how we draw new people to the Christian faith. And that's a real challenge for us, not just for you here in this parish, not just for you on the island of Guernsey, but throughout the church, everywhere I go. Often, as I said yesterday, often on a Sunday morning when I'm preaching around the Diocese of Liverpool, I'm the youngest person in church, week after week after week. How do we draw young people to the faith? How do we not hold back, as the prophet Isaiah said? How do we proclaim in not in lofty words, but in words that people can understand? How can we remain salty? How can we have flavor that draws people to want to know Jesus and want to know the Christian faith? Well, I think the answer to that is in the cross itself and in the shape of the cross itself. Yes, we need to grow the church horizontally to draw new people to the Christian faith. But we also have to grow vertically, closer to God himself. And it was quite interesting yesterday, one of the activities that we did was to think about who Jesus is for us. Who Jesus is for us. And quite a lot of people, quite a lot of us wrote things about our relationship with Jesus. But very few of us wrote about what Jesus has done for us. Don't hold back. Don't use complicated words. Remain salty and flavorsome. I asked Father Stuart for a copy of the Book of Common Prayer to have with me as I preach this morning, and I've got it here, and I've got it open at morning and evening prayer. And at morning and evening prayer in the Book of Common Prayer, there is a really important prayer prayed at the very end, the Creed, the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty. And there are all sorts of books of prayer in Christian bookshops these days. And all sorts of ways of praying, and Celtic, and Benedictine, and Ignatian, and all sorts of spirituality. But of course, for the most of Christian history, people would have prayed every single day the Lord's Prayer and the Creed. 
which would give us those words to not hold back so that when we can tell people about Jesus, when we can tell people about God, we can tell the whole of salvation history from creation to the incarnation to redemption in actually I didn't count in how many words but probably a couple of hundred words. Don't hold back. So my suggestion for growing the church here and my suggestion for growing the church on Guernsey and my suggestion for growing the church across the world where we're in decline is actually to return to the sources of the faith. Not to have to do hundreds of new and exciting projects. Not to have to lay on hundreds of new clubs or activities but to become people of very deep faith, vertically related to God, through understanding what Jesus has done for us. And praying that prayer every single day. We will only draw new people to faith if we have a faith to share, and if we pray for it, if we want that to happen and intend it to happen. So my simple suggestion is to pray this creed every single day. It's not exciting, it's not glamorous, it's not wonderful, soppy feelings. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, as we read in Genesis this morning, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Don't hold back, Isaiah says. I did not come proclaiming the mystery of God to you in lofty words or wisdom, St. Paul says. Let's stay salty, people who believe in the creed and pray it every single day. In Jesus' name, amen.